Hey everyone, this is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you are enjoying the Bumps and Thumbs podcast. In order to continue to run the podcast and get guests on the show, we need support from people like you. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Once you are there, you'll have options to select from to make a monthly contribution. Your support will help us get on wrestling stars that require financial compensation. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-N dash Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, the number three, and click on the support button. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and enjoy the podcast. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I am Brian Ferguson. My guest today is known as the Iceman. He is currently working for Midwest, or I'm sorry, Mid-States Wrestling out of Harrison, Arkansas, and Springfield, Missouri. It is my pleasure to introduce the Iceman, Howard Moritz. Thank you for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. So let's talk a little bit, uh, if we can, uh, your upbringing. Are you, are you from Missouri? Uh, yes. Okay. And where did you grow up and how, and what was your family life like? Yeah, I was born and raised in Missouri. I'm actually from a small little town called, uh, Chillicothe, Missouri. Yeah. Um, okay. our, our claim to fame is, is we are the home of sliced bread. Um, sliced bread was invented in my hometown. Well, there you uh, go. And what I mean by invented, I guess the machine that they invented to start feeding the loaves of bread through to slice them. Um, it was invented here in Chillicothe. Uh, I believe like a, a jeweler created the blades or like diamond encrusted blades. And I don't know. Wow. There's a big story about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, this town is crazy about it. I mean, we have a, a grocery store called the slice bread market. Uh, okay. They have, they have a sliced bread uh parade each year i mean this town i mean that's that's the good thing that we're known for for this town uh yeah. the bad things are i mean pretty wild and crazy so it, <laughs> <laughs> okay so what was your childhood like uh you know in schooling i mean did you were in sports did you um childhood i mean about as normal as anybody can get really uh yeah i in, in high school, I tried to play every sport I could get in. I, I, I wrestled, I played basketball, football, tennis. Uh, I was in drama class. I was in choir class. Um, I even dipped my toes in a little bit into like, um, Oh, like FHA future homemakers of America. I joined that. I joined that because I thought it'd be easy to meet girls that way. So, <laughs> I, I mean, if I can be 100% honest, yes, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I joined home, home economics and the FHA just because I wanted to meet girls. So <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Wow. That's pretty neat. Let's talk about uh, getting started in pro wrestling. What drove you into getting started in that and how, where were you trained and, and, 
And how did well, you just get involved in it? Um, first and foremost, I mean, my, my love for professional wrestling came uh, during my childhood uh, okay. with, because of my grandpa. Um, grandpa. My, my grandpa on my mom's side uh, absolutely loved everything about wrestling. Yeah. I mean, when wrestling came on at, at his house, it was like you're going to church. You come in, you sit down, you be quiet, you watch, don't ask any questions, just enjoy the show. Um, So every week we would go to my grandparents' house and um, have dinner and all that stuff like that about every Sunday and, Mm -hmm. and every Sunday evening, um, you know, we'd watch wrestling. I mean, it, by the end of the day, all my other cousins were gone and stuff. So I was about the only grandkid left and I just went on in there and I said, Hey, can I watch with you? And he told me all the rules, you know, sit down, shut up, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't ask questions. So, and watching his excitement yeah. over what he was watching on TV. I mean, he truly hated the heels, truly loved all the good guys. I mean, he yeah. had his favorites. I mean, my gosh, there was a couple of the guys on there that about caused him to tear his TV up. I mean, that's how mad he was at them. So seeing, seeing all that. And then of course, yeah. seeing the over the top characters on TV, it's like, man, this is awesome. So my love for professional wrestling started at a real, real young age, like, mm-hmm. like most people. Yeah. And um, it just, you know, it just grew as I got older. I did step away from it for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, probably shoot. I don't know, maybe early twenties. Yeah. Um, but then got right back in it, you know, and, and then just been ate up with it ever since. So, yeah. Well, where were you? Uh, you're the ice man. So uh, training, uh, where did you do your training? Uh, where was your first promotion you started out of? I, I started training um, over in St. Joseph, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joe. I actually stumbled across a company that was holding a show about 20 minutes from where I live. Um went there to watch it. There was no big names on the card or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just an independent company. And I didn't know anything about independent wrestling at that time. Um, all I knew was what I seen on TV, yeah. you know, WWE, WCW, um, you know, when I was an even younger kid, you know, I'd watch world class, Yeah, you know, so I knew nothing about independent wrestling. So anyway, seeing this flyer, I said, what the hell let's go, you know, that's, and so me and some friends went and, a guy that was about two years ahead of me in high school come walking out with this tag team. He was their manager. And so I was like, Holy cow. I was like, I know that dude. I hadn't seen him since high school. You know, it'd been years and years. So I went and talked to him, told him I always wanted to get into wrestling. He introduced me to the promoter. The promoter invited me over to his house that next weekend. And I got my first experience in a wrestling ring with this guy who has a bad reputation. <laughs> um, I showed up at his house. I'm expecting to go to this real fancy school and building or whatever. And no, the ring that he had just did the show with the weekend before was set up in his backyard. He said, come on and I'll show you how to wrestle. Yeah. And it wasn't the greatest experience. I just about quit before I even got started. Yeah. Um, Fast forward a little bit, I stumbled across another company in St. Joe called Central States Wrestling Federation, okay. which would later on become just Central States Wrestling. Mm-hmm. The, the promoter's name was Steve Ward. 
and he had a school. Um, his promotion was at that time top notch, probably one of the best promotions around. Yeah. Um, minus there was another promotion, All Star Wrestling, that Sonny Myers uh, ran over on the other side of St. Joe. Okay. Um, and so I'd, I'd eventually get to know some of the guys that trained with him, you know, and wrestled for him and stuff over the years. But I got into Central States Wrestling. Um, they would do these tryout uh, deals. And if you pass the tryout, then you got to sign up and go to their school. So, okay. And that, that was, that was pretty much it. So I would, my first real promotion was Central States Wrestling with promoter Steve Ward. Um, and that's where I met guys like uh, Michael Strider. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with that name, he's from, he's a Kansas city wrestler. Um, and he was one of the guys helping to train. And then another, another guy that had been there for a long time trained. I mean, you walk in there and these guys, a lot of the guys looked like superstar athletes, mm-hmm. jacked, you know, jacked to the gills. Um, then there's your, just your good old boys kind of built like Kevin Owens guys. Yeah. And, but they were all athletes, no matter what they look like, these guys can work their butts off. So, um, I trained about three months and then got lucky because of a cancellation. I got my first match three months after I started training. Wow. Yeah. And it was in front of, uh, about 2000 people at the St. Joe civic arena. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it was it, it was an awesome experience. It really was. Yeah. It was. I mean, made a few mistakes. I ended up getting knocked out in the match because yeah. I'm a rookie. You know, I didn't protect myself like I was supposed to, and whatever. And um, yeah. So that's my that was my early experience with uh, with that. So that's pretty interesting. That uh, you know, three months and then you're. I mean, two thousands a big crowd, especially on the. Uh, you know, independent circuit because, uh, you know, you're lucky. I mean, sometimes I'm not saying all promotions. I'm saying some of them, though, you're lucky to get 100, 200, 300. Um, but 2,000's a good crowd, and I'm, I'm sure you're pretty nervous. I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the credit goes as far as the crowd it, to the promoter. He had a, a background in boxing. Uh, as far as like promoting and stuff. So he really knew how to get the word out and, yeah. you know, and, and, and the civic arena was somewhere that we would run probably twice a year. Okay. And we all, and we always averaged, I think the lowest amount that we ever had there was probably seven or 800 people. Wow. That's good. But, but, but we treated our shows at the civic arena kind of like our WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we, we had a circuit. Um, he had built up such a uh, good circuit um, of towns that we would run real frequently. And then we, they'd always, you know, just like WrestleMania, your big stories would always, you know, come to an end right? for the, for the next chapter to begin at our shows at, at the civic. So, wow. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. I mean, that's, I've heard of Central States wrestling up in uh, that area. So uh, I, I didn't, unfortunately, I never got to go to a show, but, uh, you know, I've heard of it. And uh, that's, that's pretty interesting. Interaction. Let's talk a little bit about your interaction with other guys, um, your chemistry. Um, 
what's probably been one of your best matches that you up to this point that you've just it just flowed it just you know you just it just went so well you were like both at the end like that was probably the best match i've had in ever or not ever but oh. in a long time <laughs> man that's a a tough one yeah yeah kind of i can think of two guys okay um one, anytime I've stepped in the ring with, um, are you familiar with the name of Niles Plunk? Yes, yes. Or Niles Plunke, as he likes to be called. Yes, um, yeah. That's a guy that I've known for the entire time I've been in wrestling, so over 20 years. Yeah. Um, we have wrestled each other a lot over the years, but just like most of us, or you hope most of us, we get better with with time. Right. Now, he, w- he was trained by Sonny Myers, so he – was taught by one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I've had a match with Niles, it's always been good. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we click. Um, we, we've even been tag partners uh, mm-hmm. as well, and it, it, it works. I mean, yeah. um, so first and foremost, yeah, in any of my matches with with him, have got to be probably some of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most recent ones with is with the kid from down around Springfield, okay. uh, uh, Colton Theron Vaught. Uh, he calls himself must see TV. Uh, okay. <laughs> kind of a playoff is yeah, yeah. he, he trained down at uh, Har- Harley Racy school. Uh, okay. Down in, um, down in Troy, Troy down Missouri. Yep. Yeah. Um, him and I had a match against each other in Springfield at mid States wrestling. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was the United States Highway Champion. And in every show, I would do like an open challenge for this title. And he accepted one of my open challenges. Very first time him and I have ever been in the ring. I've never seen any of his stuff before. He's never seen any of my stuff before. But we went out there and for probably a good 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. we clicked. I have, I mean, that match I will hold pretty high yeah. on my list of matches. Um, yeah. I mean, of, of being of being one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, I've probably went back and watched that match probably a dozen times since it's happened. It's just because everything about it just worked. I was the bad guy. He yeah. was the good guy. Being hometown, it just worked. I mean, yeah. it was awesome. Let's talk about your your your. The Iceman. The first time I saw you uh, was down in Harrison, uh, Arkansas, uh, on a Mid-States wrestling card back in, I want to say, November. Um, and you just caught my eye. Uh, I'd never been to a Mid-States wrestling card. Uh, so I went around and met everybody at the, the pre-show, you know, when you can go around and talk to everybody. Right. And uh, when you... Uh, you're, when you came out in the ring, you just had this personality that I just, uh, I loved it. Uh, and then your in-ring uh, performance, you know, with you and your, I don't remember who your opponent was now, but uh, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, that was probably the best uh, show indie card that, that I've seen in quite a while. And I'd never been to one before. And not only were the wrestlers professional and, and respectful, but also like the staff. Like I know Jason Jones, uh, Space Cowboy, he he runs it. But uh, 
the whole staff was just wonderful there. They, they yes. welcomed you. They, and it, it was just great. So how did you develop that character though? The Iceman? How did, how did that come into play? <laughs> oh man. Um, the Iceman has went through a few different changes over the years. Yeah. Um, if you get on my Facebook and scour through some of the pictures, you can mm-hmm. definitely see the changes um, of the, of the looks and, and everything. Yeah. Um, the Iceman started, well, when I first started training, obviously, you know, and I was told I was going to have a match mm-hmm. and I needed a, you know, the character, the gimmick, I just went with Iceman because it was kind of a nickname given to me in school. Okay. Uh, Cause in school I was always in the talent shows. I was either dancing, singing, rapping, doing something. Yeah. And around that time I was really doing a lot of the talent shows. Mm-hmm. Ice Ice Baby came out with Vanilla okay, Ice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So people just kind of started calling me, you know, Iceman or, you know, since my, my first name is Howard, you know, people call me Howie Ice, yeah. you know, for sure. And then when I got into DJing, I was DJ Howie Ice for a little while. Um, then when I needed a name for my character, I just went with the Iceman. Yeah. Um, also a little, you know, a pay, paying a little homage to Iceman King Parsons. I was just going to ask you about that. <laughs> yes. Um, so a lot of not everything I do is strictly, you know, from him, but right. if, you go, if you go back and look at some of the footage of him just making an entrance, yeah, he's always wearing a shiny jacket, a vest, yeah. something, and, he, and he's dancing to the yeah. ring. Yeah. Um, I love to dance. So to me, I think the entrance yeah. is like, you know, aside what you, a person can do in the ring, I think right. a person's entrance, you know, yeah. the music, the way the person acts and carries themselves. And you're either going to instantly know from the time they walk through the curtain, whether you're going to like that person or hate that person. Yeah. So the Iceman started that way. Uh, Of course I had a goofy backstory Um, before I, you know, started billing myself from being from Kansas city. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I don't ever, I very rarely use my hometown of Chillicothe unless I'm wrestling somewhere close. Right. Um, you know, if I'm wrestling somewhere within 30 minutes to an hour from Chilligavi, I'll announce that I'm from Chilligavi. But anywhere else, I'm from Kansas City because okay. uh, Kansas City is like a second home. Right. So the original backstory for the Iceman was a former rapper, dancer, actor, singer turned pro wrestler from Hollywood, California. Ah. Okay. And my 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 first entrance song that I ever used was California Love by Dr. Dre and Tupac. Uh, yeah. So good song, by the way. Yes. <laughs> so that and I would and I came out, I was wearing silver leather pants, a mesh see-through shirt, um, a silver shirt over that for like my ring jacket. Yeah. Um, sunglasses, a Nike, what I call a golf hat, had it turned around yeah and then a huge amount of gold chains <laughs> i i used to joke and call it my mr t starter kit 
There you go. <laughs> um, basically, what they were is a bunch of fake gold chains from like the dollar store or something that yeah. um, that I knew if they got lost or broke that I wouldn't care. But that was the early version of the Iceman. Um, and then just over the years, I changed up my look, changed up my presentation. Yeah. Um, the older I have gotten and the longer I've been in wrestling, I have geared more towards doing more of my character work. Mm-hmm than my in-ring work um i mean i still do I, I still do quite a bit and i there's a lot that i don't do anymore um but i think especially since 99 percent of the time i'm i'm a heel um yeah. character work is so important yeah because yeah. i've i've been able to develop my mic skills a little bit better over the years so i figured if i can say stuff to make somebody mad in the front row they're they're ready no matter what the baby face does yeah they're going to be ready for it because they want to see my ass get kicked so um so that's kind of it went from being flashy super super flashy to where every move i did had some sort of a dance vibe to it to now it's more character stuff with still some of the dance stuff i can be vicious you know i even throughout the years i even sprinkled in a little bit of hardcore I did some hardcore stuff for a while because yeah. uh, about the time ECW, you know, hit mainstream. Yeah. Everybody had come to the independent shows and they were bloodthirsty. Yeah. They wanted to, they wanted to see everybody do the same stuff they'd see with yeah. ECW. Right. Now, now I never did barbed wire, thumbtacks or light bulbs. Never done any of that. Oh, that's good. But I've probably. done. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I've, <laughs> I've been on a lot of shows. I've seen that. It's I, I don't like it. Um, so I, I did some of the other hardcore stuff. Yeah. Um, I was trying to be like the hardcore cruiserweight because I've always been that cruiserweight weight, you know, right. Anywhere from the lightest I've ever been has been about 165. The heaviest I've ever been has been about 200. And right now I'm about 180, 185. So for the longest time, I tried to be a hardcore cruiserweight. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty, that's, that's interesting. Sorry. Your character, you're a heel uh, most of the time. Um, how do you, how do you like doing that? Do you do you enjoy it? I, everybody I've talked to when they're a heel, they really enjoy that because it's kind of outside of your normal realm, and you get to do some things you normally wouldn't do in outside of the ring. Right. And I'm just. How do you, how do you do that? And I'm, you know, I see you're married. Uh, your wife and uh, your family, do they like, you know, why are you doing that? Or have they ever said anything to you about it or no? Oh, my wife calls me a dork all the time. <laughs> um, but no, I, I re- and, and I've got, I, I have two daughters. I have a daughter that's 25 okay. and then my stepdaughter is almost uh, 15. Yeah. Um, but I don't really call her my stepdaughter. She's my daughter. She's, right. I've, I've been around her since she was five years old. So, and, uh, and so they all just laugh, you know, I mean, they, they love come watch, you know, they love to come watch wrestling. Yeah. Um, they love to watch me do it. They laugh whenever I'm trying to be a complete jerk. Um, (laughs) no, don't get me wrong. I can be in real life outside of the ring too. However, it's not my, it's not my normal personality. Yeah. Um, which just like what everybody else has said, that's what makes being a heel super fun. Right. 
you know, because, you know, I, I normally don't just walk up to somebody and start calling them names or whatever, right. or I don't poke fun of the guy in the crowd that's, you know, yelling at me or whatever, but it's easy. It's also easier if I go and debut for a new company, uh-huh. I, I always push to be the heel. Yeah. And I always ask, Hey, put me against a baby face that's established. Mm-hmm. Um, because going into a new company as a baby face, it's harder to get reactions that way because people don't know you. Right. But if I come on out and say, if I cut a promo or do something right off the bat to really get that crowd to hate me, then they'll remember me from that. <laughs> um, so no, be, be, being a heel is absolutely more, yeah. so much more fun, but yeah. baby face is super fun too. Um, because I love kids. So yeah. kids, kids are more, you know, they, they, they want to come up, shake your hand. They want to hug you. They want to, yeah. they want to fist bump you. They, they want to do, you know, they think they don't know I'm a regular guy that has a regular job that, yeah. you know, got a wife, kids, a dog, you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, they just think I'm a superhero. So yeah. being a baby face is cool too, but I don't do baby face often. Yeah. Um, out of all the companies I work for on a regular basis, there's only one company that I'm a regular babyface at all the rest of them uh heal okay i was gonna say so you know at at mid-states uh wrestling it seems like it's a pretty uh great promotion as far as yeah oh absolutely i mean i mean i know jason jones is a busy man uh he's got a lot of moving parts and he still puts on a great show and i'm sure for you guys i mean i'll be honest i mean I only went down there the first time because Brian Thompson, I did a podcast with him back in probably October. And he had mentioned this promotion, Mid-States Wrestling. He said, you need to check it out. So me and my wife went down there and uh, I was hooked. I was like totally impressed with all of you guys. And uh, I, I don't think the my personal opinion, I don't think the independent guys, you guys like you uh, don't get enough credit for their craft. And I totally I mean, agree. Yeah. You know, you see all these guys on, uh, you know, WWE, AEW impact. Um, I wish it would kind of, and I don't know about you. You can kind of comment when I'm finished here. I just want to think, say that I wish they would televise, those indies more you know and and get them on because i'm telling you i think it would take off uh like a rocket ship i really do um especially like mid-states or i don't know what other companies you work for but uh just in in missouri alone in arkansas if those local television stations would just air it on a you know a saturday night or whatever sunday morning before church you know something like that or after yeah. church, it would it would probably take off. And I don't know your opinion on it. I mean, you kind of grew up in the same era I did from what you've been telling me. I think we're generally just a few years apart. But, you know, I grew up in the 80s. I had AWA because I was from Wisconsin. Uh, I watched that a lot. And then, you know, as cable came in, I started getting WWF and World Class, WCW, but I had all of it, you know, I could watch different programs. Now I'm very limited. I got two or three, 
you know, and I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, what, what's your opinion on it? Yeah. Um, like I said, what he's done with mid States has been awesome. Really. I mean, I think, I think he's getting ready to have his 20, his 20th year anniversary show. Oh, wow. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's done great things. He's definitely one of the, one of my favorite people in wrestling, um, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, um, his company is one of my favorite companies to, to work for. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it took a lot of years. I mean, even though I've known him for a lot of years, I didn't start working for him until maybe the last two or three years. Okay. So um, it just, for some reason, never worked out. But finally, opportunity presented itself, and we've been off and running ever since. So Yeah. That's a good promotion, I mean, no doubt. So uh, how often do you get out and, and, and wrestle? Is it a monthly thing? Is it a bi-monthly or weekly or? Um, it, it depends. Um, okay. most, most of the time it's uh, here recently. Um, especially this year, mm-hmm. uh, last year kind of picked back up some, of course, obviously when COVID shut things down, yeah. um, my back in 2020, when things shut down, my last match was in March, like right okay. before everything got shut down. Yeah. And then I didn't wrestle again until, uh, I think I went and did like some, TV taping stuff that people were doing like in, you know, their own little private. Yeah, I drove up to Nebraska and, and did some stuff. And then um, Niles did some stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, with He's got his own ring and stuff and just like a TV taping for YouTube only kind of thing. Right. Um, but then once, um, once 21 kicked off, mm-hmm. my schedule started picking back up like crazy. So I average anywhere from three to four matches a month. Okay. Um, so that that's probably roughly about weekly. Yeah. Um, sometimes I squeeze in a little bit more, um, yeah. but that all depends on the flexibility at my job. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, I, I was going to say, you know, I don't think you guys get enough credit either because you're not just wrestlers. You're also have other jobs, everyday jobs that you do. And, if you have a family, you have to balance all that together. I mean, that's probably very challenging at times if I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause as much as I love wrestling, I also still want to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, like I was telling you just a minute ago, I was out in my camper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so my wife and I like to go and do that. So, you know, I try to free up um, at least one weekend a month to go and do something, whether it's, you know, going camping, taking a weekend trip, you know, um, to go see the Royals play or, there you, go. <laughs> go, you know, or something like that. I, yeah. I, I always promised her, I said, you know, that I would do my best to keep at least one weekend a month open so we can do family stuff. Even if it's just hanging out at the house all weekend, you know, it's just, yeah, just so I can still spend my time with them. So, yeah. Understand. I definitely understand that. So, have you ever, ever worked or been offered an opportunity to go to the, one of those big ones, the WWE, the AEWs, the Impacts, or anything like that? I have worked for WWE um, quite a few times since uh, 2015. Okay. Um, done a lot of extra work. Um, never had any matches on TV as of yet. Um, I did have two tryout matches with WWE in January of 2020. Um, 
it was between me and Mr. Saturday Night Michael Berry. Uh, yeah. he, he's another he's another Mid States original. Um, and um, so him and I got to wrestle each other a couple of times during um, a couple of WWE tryouts before Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I can't remember which one, but uh, yeah, I've off and on since 2015. I've done a lot of work with uh, WWE. My most recent was this past January. I think I worked for WWE three times, three or four times. Okay. Um, I think it was. I know it was at least twice in January, and one of them was the Royal Rumble. I was just going to ask you, was so, it Royal Rumble? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I was. I, I was uh, backstage at the Rumble. Um, they didn't use me for anything on camera that night, but yeah. um, the Rumble is one of my favorites. Yeah. And so just being there was awesome. Yeah. I mean, just totally. Now, awesome. I was going to say, what's that like being in that kind of environment? Uh, it's like I like going to the NFL, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, what, what's that feeling like for you? Like, can you just kind of it's, describe the atmosphere for you? Um, it's crazy back yeah. there. I mean, I mean, it, it's well known, you know, that WWE is just that big machine. Yeah. But to see it in motion, Mm-hmm. backstage behind the curtain that nobody really gets to see hardly yeah it's it's amazing it's overwhelming it's um i mean yeah it's it's i mean it's it's all the emotions you know tied into one and yeah. for for a guy like me who grew up wrestling and and have watched a lot of these guys and girls on tv um some of them started kind of where I started, you know, on the independent scene and finally made it there. And um, so it's just seeing all that and, and being, and for the most part being treated just like an equal yeah, back there, even well, though they don't know who the heck I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah. It, and um, well, it, it's a, it's a good experience to, if you, if you, they know that you are just what they call extra talent Right. You know, you are, you are a local guy. Um, a lot of those guys and girls know that. Um, and they respect where you're at and what you're doing, because like I said, most of them have been there, Yeah, you know? So, yeah. And, and a lot of them are very welcoming. So that's, what's really cool about it too, is a lot of them are really welcoming. Like they'll, some of them, some of the superstars will go out of their way to come up, shake your hand and introduce themselves to you. So, yeah. That's good to hear. I mean, I mean, I'm glad to hear that they're very professional and courteous and acknowledge you. uh, I guess if I could say that, because (laughs) I mean, I mean, there are some organizations, not just wrestling, but they'll just kind of walk past you like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, just part of the wall or whatever. And and, uh, I'm glad to hear that. That that makes me uh, more you know understanding of that and they don't just treat people like you know if they're not in the big time they're not you know they ain't worth nothing but that's good to hear so yeah no i i've never really had you know any you know bad interactions with anybody there really so okay good one more well actually two more questions any and you don't have to answer this i know it's kind of (laughs) real heat with anybody outside of the ring that you ever worked with in wrestling i mean as far as like you don't have to say names you can just say yes or no and and kind of describe it uh 
have you ever had any real heat where you're just like, I can't stand this person and we have to work together, but outside of this squared circle, I don't want anything to do with them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, kind of currently in a situation like that. Okay. All right. In, 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 in a company. So fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. And then my last question before we get off here is what are you doing now? And I know you have an event coming up uh, if, with uh, mid States. I know in Springfield in June, June 25th, I believe it is. And I'm going to take my grandson to that with me, my oldest grandson uh to watch you guys so is there any other in-betweeners uh between now and june 25th you'll be uh on yeah actually um i have an event coming up this saturday uh may 14th uh, yeah. i'll be in Sedalia, i'll be in sedalia missouri okay for um new breed wrestling um that's one of the other main companies that i work for a, a lot um, okay. they're based they're based out of eldon missouri Okay. Um, which was the original starting ground of Harley Race's training school. Harley Race. And in yeah. the early days of uh, Harley's company, WLW. So, yep. um, so, yeah, this coming Saturday, Sedalia with New Breed. Next Saturday, the 21st, I'll be in Nixa, Missouri. Okay. Down by Springfield. Springfield, Ford. yeah. Um, that'll be with the New Breed Wrestling as well. Okay. Um, there's some sort of a festival down there called Sucker Mania. Um, oh. it, it's yeah, I don't I don't know it either. I've never heard of it, but yeah, uh, but but yeah, it's going to be a big uh, big deal there. Then after that, um, going to go on a family vacation for Good. about four or five days, and you. then in June, June just kicks off like crazy. I mean, yeah. my gosh, um, I'm trying to think. June fourth. I don't even remember where I'm at June 4th. I'd have to look at my calendar, but I do know I've got some stuff coming up with new breed wrestling. Um, there's a new company getting started in June. Okay. Called uh tri-states wrestling. Okay. And they're running a four day um, loop. Um, it's going to start like on a Wednesday. So there's going to be a show on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday. Oh, wow. Um, okay. What's cool. What's cool for me is, um, the farthest I'll have to go for that is, uh, St. Joe's so only about an hour away. So, oh, really? That's, <laughs> um, yeah. all the other shows are re- really close. So it's, it's awesome. And then, then, yeah, then I'll be back at mid States. Um, I think there's another new breed show in there somewhere, yeah. but, um, but yeah, that's kind of what's on tap for me over okay. the next, um, month or so. Well, good for you. Well, folks, like I said, get out there. If you're in the area, uh, get on their websites, Mid-States Wrestling, uh, New Breed Wrestling, Tri-States Wrestling, and you can follow Iceman. Just if you have a Facebook page, just type in Iceman. It popped up. I did it. And now we're friends on Facebook. And uh, Absolutely, yes. Howard, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. I know you're a busy man. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on. So one last time, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman, Mr. Howard Moritz. I appreciate it, sir. And if yes. you're listening, thank you. And if you're watching, thank you. And please subscribe. And again, Howard, thank you so much.
Absolutely. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. And also one more thing. Sure. I, I got to give you props. I got to give you props. You actually said my last name correct. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> About anybody ever has butchered that last name. Um, so that's why I don't use it much um, in, in the wrestling world. I don't yeah. use it much. I, I just use the Iceman, but uh, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm glad I pronounced it right. <laughs> so bra- bravo to you for pronouncing it correct. And, and once again, thank you very much for having me on. It's been a lot oh, it was of my pleasure. I'm glad you came on. I mean, like I said, uh, full disclosure real quick. I messaged uh, the Iceman. He popped right back immediately. Usually I have to wait a couple of days. He popped back right away and we kind of coordinate everything and it worked out perfectly. So again, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Howard Moritz, thank you so much, sir, for coming on. Thank you. All right. And folks, we will talk to you soon.